Thanks for checking in on this podcast. You are about to hear an inspirational teaching from Caris Ministries. If God has used this ministry to bless you in any way, please take a moment and write to us at amenatcaris.org. We are always inspired and blessed to hear how God is blessing people all over the world through what he is doing here at Caris. Also, if you would like to support this ministry financially, you can do so online at caris.org so we can continue making podcasts such as this available free of charge. Father, as we hear your word, we pray that release yourself into us. Give us encounters. Let your word come in power. Let your word come in glory. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. I'm going to teach on the the importance and the benefits of K-group. God told me to teach on that. Someone say K-group. Say K-group. K-group. Bible says in Acts chapter 2, verse 41. 41. Okay, to start from 41, I think I will capture everything from 41 to 47. Now, in Acts chapter 2 from verse 41, I said, those who gladly receive the word, you see, how do you receive the word? <laughs> how do you receive the word? Gladly. If you receive the word like someone is putting a gun on you, you have to do, no, 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 you miss out on God. Those who gladly receive the word were baptized and that day, about 3,000 souls, not people, souls, 3,000 souls, no ordinary head count, human beings, these are souls, 3,000 souls were added to the church. God adds souls to church, not just members. Souls. You are a valuable soul. The Bible says that. What does a man gain? If he gains the whole world and loses his soul. And God breathed into man. And man became a living soul. Nefesh. Hallelujah. And so that day, 3,000 souls were added to the church. And in verse 42 is what I like. The souls who were added to the church, this is how they continued. And they continue. Let's all read it out together. Can you see it on I know I'm blocking some of your views, but let's read it out. Let's go. Speaking of bread and prayer. Okay. So they continue. How do they continue? That hit and run church life is not godly. Today you are, tomorrow you are not. Today you are, tomorrow you are not. Today you are. Society will tell you that going to church once a month is enough. Or once every three months is enough. That is Satan's plan. All right. They continued steadfastly, steadfastly, consistently. Consistency matter in how God, how God will bless you has a lot to do with your consistency. Consistency in the things that he has required you to do. You can buy a special package for your wife or your husband last birthday. But if the rest of the birthday you don't do anything, you actually cancel the things you have done in the past. And you don't value her. You don't appreciate her. You can buy a car, Jaguar, Mercedes, or whatever car, for build a house for her 
on her birthday, which was last month, and then two days or three days later, begin to fight with her, insult her, abuse her. It cancels all what you have done. Consistency. Most of us, the biggest challenge of our life is the inconsistency, flakiness, inconstancy. In, that is the biggest problem of poor people. The reason why people don't become great in life is inconsistency. Because some don't practice it at all. Others who practice, some of you will go, will go to the gym once every three months. And yet, and you are expecting to lose weight. <laughs> no wonder all your clothes are shrinking. <laughs> if you want to keep fit or lose weight, which has become very popular nowadays because food is in abundance. If you want to lo- lose weight or keep fit, you have to be consistent with the, the program. They continued, continue. Tell someone, just try and continue. Some of us, we give our tithe today, tomorrow, no. Uh, we, our tithe is like a chessboard. Black and white, like the keyboard keys. Black and white, black and white, black and white, black and white. Consistency makes it. I don't know who I'm talking to. You, you say I should prophesy. I'm prophesying. <laughs> they continue steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine. Say doctrine. doctrine. Apostles' fellowship. Say fellowship. fellowship. Breaking of bread. Say breaking of bread. bread. And in prayers. So the 3,000 souls who were added, they continued in what the guys were doing. The next verse says, in the verse 43, it said, then fear came upon every soul. This is not those who are inside, those who are outside. Fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done through the apostles. Verse 44, verse 44, so who believed were together and had all things in common. Did you see that? They were together, say together. Christianity is a together life. There's no way anyone can be an isolated Christian. It doesn't happen. You can't be a standalone Christian. The fact that you're a Christian means that you are organically connected to a lot of other people. And you lose your independence once you become a Christian. You don't own yourself anymore. Christ owns you and you're a member of the body of Christ. So your failure becomes my failure. Your success becomes our success. What hurts you hurts us. Because you are not alone any longer. You are one of us. We share the same life. Put it on the screen again. Now, all who believed were together and had all things in common. Verse 35. And sold their possessions and goods. Some people didn't want to hear this one. What, what again is pastor coming to say? Let the word tell you yourself. Me, I won't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> and divided them among all. I ask anyone had need. You come to church, you have about four shoes. Three of them you haven't worn yet. And you, you saw that God made you see that. You are in worship. Yes, you are the Lord. And then God opened your eyes in worship and you saw that sister's shoe. 
and you know your, her leg is almost the same as yours, uh, your, your size. And the Lord is telling you, I think you should bless this sister by buying the devil. Yes, you are the Lord. That's the Christian life. You go to K group. You fellowship with other believers. You see they have a need. And you know God can use you to do something about it. But most of us, the problem of greed. See, I don't know why people want God to prosper them, but they are stingy. Prosperity is a function of generosity. Go and check America. And check Africa. Check who gives more. And tell who is prospering more. There's an African proverb, adage. It says, the hand that gives is always at the top. Some of us want to be prosperous, but we are very stingy. When we were being baptized, our hand didn't go under the water. (laughs) I know you like what the ashes are wearing. Are they not lovely? Beautiful. When we were in 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 a previous building, one single person, one person, one woman, single-handedly said, he didn't even ask. She went and bought special cloth. He said, this one is to sew for the ashes. That time we had not even had a uniform team. We had not planned that. But somebody entered their heart. God went ahead through the person. You have all kinds of colors of coats. Some of us, we have every type of wig. Can I challenge you? Who can you boast of that this year you have been a blessing to? No, don't tell me I've been praying for somebody. No, don't tell me that. (laughs) Prayer for somebody is always subjective. It's always subjective, and you can just say you are praying for people, but really it's yourself you are thinking about. You hear people are going to do their wedding. You have never even said, oh, can I? I want to take care of your cake. You are are saving your, your money for your wedding. (laughs) <laughs> you can't boast look we are already in month number five you can't boast that you did it. you gave this to somebody you did this for somebody because of you someone is also smiling you can't, you can't boast about that and you have been working 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 hoarding 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 spending 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 shopping 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 and borrowing 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 <laughs> And sometimes people think that everybody owes them to do things for them. That is a way to keep yourself poor and keep yourself low. When you think society owes you favor. That's how most of the the guys who are creating problems in our society, community, they think the government owes them favor. The government has to do everything for them. No! Nobody owes you. You are responsible for your life and others. God told Abraham, I'll bless you and make you a blessing. Until you are, someone can say you are a blessing to me. I'm not talking about ethereal blessings in spiritual places. Okay, that one, Jesus has blessed with all that already. I'm talking about physical impact. Making a difference in somebody's life. Until you have made a difference in somebody's life, you are a mere consumer. Life is not measured by duration. It's measured by donation. And so they continued. 
And there was no one that lacked. A time is coming where we will come to church and then someone will just drop a key, car key, fresh car. Yeah. Watch, watch. People will know, know us this church for taking care of one another. There'll be people here, God will raise them and they'll be buying house. You see maybe a, a single parent, this woman or this man has been struggling, difficult things. You just buy them a house. You say, listen, I've paid it. Take the house. That's where we are going. Shout hallelujah. As for cars, it will be common. We'll be buying cars for one another, giving cars out, buying clothes, giving them out. And without making, blowing the trumpet, listen, I'm giving a car to this person. No, no one will even know. Yes. Okay, so they continued and then they broke bread and no one was in need. What verse? Verse 46. And so, the, let's go to the verse 46. So, continuing daily with one accord, where? In the temple. Where? In the temple. Is that, is that the only place? In the temple and what? And breaking bread from where? This does not connote going to be begging food from people's homes. Every evening you have somewhere to go for dinner. <laughs> they break, okay. So the point I want to make here for you to see is, listen to me brothers and sisters. They were, they were, they, they continued daily with one accord where? 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 And then they broke bread from house to house. So there was the temple life and there was the house to house life. There was a temple life and there was house to house. My time will not permit me. I wanted to show you how um, people who opened their homes, God bless them. Bible said Priscilla and Aquila. In 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 19. 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 9. But before we go there, let's go to Romans chapter 16, verse 5. Romans chapter 16, verse 5. Put it on the screen for me, please. Likewise, greet the church that is in their house. Ha! People had churches in their house. So home church was normal. People had churches in their house. When you read the verse 3, it was talking about Priscilla and Aquila. Look at verse 3. It says that, Greet Priscilla and Aquila, my fellow workers in the Lord. These people are dangerous, great people. I pray that God will saturate this church with people like Priscilla and Aquila. Say amen. Amen. You know their credentials? Look at verse 4. Look at verse 4. He says that, who risks their own necks for my life? Ah! For the man of God, they risk their life for Paul the apostle. They risk their own neck for my life to whom not only I give thanks, but also all the churches in the, of the Gentiles. They are saying, we thank God for this one. We thank God for this one. May that be said about you. Amen. May that be said about you. Amen. May multitudes say, God, we thank you for her life. Amen. Can you imagine if many, many people are giving God thanks for your life? Tell me how... How possible is it for you to end in a, in a, in a shameful and in a, in a deplorable state? No. Your end will be peaceful. Your children will be blessed. This will work for you. I'm talking about you. House to house. So in 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 19, it says that and Priscilla and Aquila, Priscilla and Aquila greet you. So the, church, so the churches of Asia greet you. Priscilla and Aquila greet you heartily in the Lord with the church in their eyes. These guys had a church in their house. I pray that after today, you may, you, God will touch your heart to let a church be in your house. 
My house is not big enough. But you have been doing parties. Where have they been sitting? Your house is not big enough. People have gotten drunk in your house, about four people at a time. All right, so, 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 you can see that there was church in, in Philemon, Philemon verse 2. It talks about church in the house. So they are in the, old, in the New Testament, you can see churches in the house, from house to house. To the beloved, a fear. <laughs> Akipus, a fellow soldier. And to the church in your house. It's normal. Say, say a, a, a house church is normal. So it wasn't only the temple, there was a church, the house dimension as well. And so remember that it is necessary to have the house fellowships because it makes, it has a way of bringing great blessings into people's lives. And I see that happening for you. Quickly, blessings of home cell, number one. Blessings of home cell. What is the benefit of having home cell as a church? Spiritual development in the word. So the number one blessing, people develop spiritually in God's word. Because if you have a question about Akipus, would you lift up your hand to ask me? No, time will not be on our side. I won't be able to cover it. If everyone is asking the question, we can't de- in this forum, we don't treat questions. We declare the teaching and the preaching of God's word. Amen. And so, um, it's necessary you understand that when we meet together, your questions in the, in, about scripture, you take it to the cell meetings, that's where you ask the question, because it's a small, just a few of us, a small group, and then we begin to discuss. Sometimes, how many of you notice that someone will ask a question, then don't know you, oh yeah, I didn't even think about this. Because we have variant or diverse backgrounds and experiences, so we all receive it differently, and when you receive something, someone is hearing something different from what you are hearing. And then when they bring their question, then you realize, oh, I didn't even think about it that way. Let me tell you one question somebody asked me years ago. Now, this was going to take my time a little bit. But we are doing Bible studies some time ago in Kensington. I used to have, run, meet some guys in Kensington. And I was teaching them about the, about the blood of Jesus, how the blood of Jesus covers us, covers our sin, washes us from our sins. And one lady, Susie, who is in Germany at the moment, remember Susie? Yeah. Susie asked a question. This, this is about 10 years ago. Susie said, now, Pastor, I have a question. What's the question? The question is, but... Jesus' blood, which has been washing all of us, won't it run out? <laughs> what happens if it runs out? <laughs> That's a very nice question I've never even thought about. But the, the truth is, you want to know the answer? Do you want to know the answer? We will, we will treat the answer in this whole fellowship. We're asked in cell meeting. <laughs> Hallelujah. And so, from here, Bible said they continued in the apostle doctrine. Aquila and Priscilla, do you know why they are so important? In Acts, chapter, put it on the screen, those of you writing, I need, to, I need to mention this, Pastor, it's very important. In Acts chapter 18, verse 24, in Acts chapter 18, verse 24 to 26, Priscilla and Aquila met this guy called Apollos. Apollos was mighty in the scriptures. He says that, and now a certain Jew named Apollos, born at Alexandria, an eloquent man and mighty in the scriptures, came to Ephesus. Go to the next verse. Apollos was, listen, Apollos was so significant. At a point in time, the church in Corinth was almost divided. Some said, we are Apollos. Somewhere we belong to. That's how Apollos was so mighty. He had so many followers, like it was ranking with Paul. Apollos, but 
had it not been for Priscilla and Aquila, Apollos would have missed out. Apollo was mighty in scripture. This man had been instructed in the ways of the Lord and being fervent, fervent in spirit, he spoke and taught accurately the things of the Lord, though he knew only the baptism of John. That was not complete. So what happened? The next verse. The next verse says, so he began to speak boldly in the synagogue. When Aquila and Priscilla heard him, they took him aside and explained to him the ways of God more clearly. Now, I, I, I submit to you, that last statement, they took him aside and explained to him, is not to our job. Because you can't explain, this guy is, you can't explain accurately to him the ways of God in, within two hours, within an hour. They, that means the fellowship they had in their house, Priscilla and Quilla, they took this guy and they started schooling him to the extent that Apollos became so mighty. In Acts chapter 19, the Bible says that whilst Paul, Apollos was at Corinth, Paul having passed through, whilst Apollos was at Corinth, Paul having passed through the upper coast of Ephesus, met some disciples, he said, are you born, uh, uh, what are you baptized into? They said, what is it? He said, uh, Holy Ghost. He said, we don't know anything Holy Ghost. He said, he said John Baptist, see, Apollos trails. Apollos has just left John baptizing people and they were really not connected to Christ. They just, so Paul got them properly connected and got them filled with the Holy Spirit in the verse six, hallelujah. And so the benefit of home fellowship was somebody like Apollos was rescued into mainstream proper Holy Ghost baptized teaching ministry. And it made a huge difference because Priscilla and Aquila who had a home fellowship, there was home cell in their home. They took him in. The home cell makes a difference. So one of the benefits is it it makes people develop spiritual development in the word of God. Number two benefits of home cell. Number two benefits of home cell is that care, care. Someone say care. Care. I was telling a story about one of our K-group leaders. Um, Our sister is in church and the family, God bless you. They they were bereaved a few weeks ago. Their K-group leader, when mama was at a critical stage in the hospital, care group leader went to visit her. But that was, he got there at the time she's just going to be with the Lord. So, and I had gone there about an hour before or so. So, the care group leader then calls me, I was on my way, calls me, said, Papa. I said, yeah, what is it? He said, I'm at the hospital. I said, yeah, yeah, what is it? He said, she's gone. I said, I said, where are you? He said, I'm, I'm in the ward. She was the only one in there. I said, I'm in the ward. I said, you are in the ward? Uh, do you what? I said, I'm there. I said, who are you there with? He said, I'm here alone. I said, and how about the body? He said, the body is lying right in front of me. I mean, I was a pastor. I was saying, eh? <laughs> I said, but he said, I just, when I got here, the doctor had just finished taking care of her, concluding that she's gone, and walked out, and I also came in. So I just came and met fresh Cell leader. You see what it costs to be a cell leader? But because he was there to stand with the family. Care. Care. So when they were hit and they were in the reception morning, he was there inside with a dead body. And then making calls, calling church leadership to inform us what has happened. Care. He was just an ordinary care group leader, cell leader. You see, in your day of need, you need people to stand with you. 
Are you getting what I'm saying? One of the benefits of cell, home cells is to be able to care for one another, take care of one another. Yesterday, our brother had his wedding and some members of the cell went there. They organized themselves, went there. The cell, the cell, uh, home cell, care group, they made some donation to give to him because he's part of them, right? So care group is for care. Care group is for spiritual development. Care group is for care. Okay, so what did I say care group is for? Two, three. Care group helps, is for evangelism. Second Timothy chapter four, verse five. He said, do the work of an evangelist. It helps people to be able to reach out to members of their community where they live. So how many of you have been able to do evangelism because of care group? You understand? How many of you, had it not been for care group, you have never gone out evangelizing anybody in your life? Are you sure about that? Lift your hand. You have never gone out. Had it not been for K group, you have never experienced going out to evangelize. Let me see by hand. So, so you see the difference K group can make? And those of you who didn't lift up your hand, even though you are part of them, may God remember you for all your works. <laughs> so it's for evangelism. So K group is for spiritual development. It's for care. It's for evangelism. And number four, a very serious point, is for Leadership development. Some of the K-group leaders can spot this one is a good potential. One of the brothers who went single-handedly to go and anoint the K-group member's house to deliver the house from attack. No, that's spiritual leadership. I didn't know before K-group. Where would he have gone to do that? He himself is surprised with himself how God has given an opportunity to develop spiritually. And then it's not just the K-group leaders. There are people in the congregation or in the care group who have got, some of you have gotten the opportunity to lead praise and worship. Who would have let you come and stand here? <laughs> but, no, one of the care group leaders told me last, last week, he said, Pastor, I need to bring this to your attention. One of my care group leaders is so good with singing. He's so good, I think we have to look, consider this particular person. And I said, okay, this is what the K group leaders help us to spot out, identify potentials, leadership. So some of us have leadership inside us, but without a small group, no one will ask you to share something. No one will ask you to lead prayer. No one will ask you because nobody knows you can even do that, uh, that grace is on you. It will take a long time. Are you getting what I'm saying? So leadership development. And we are about to open more K groups. More K groups. Some of you are seated here, you are going to be care group leaders. You are going to be care group leaders. And that leadership development is going to follow you to your your workplace. It's going to show up in your career in Jesus' name. And then number five, prayer support. Prayer support. Did you see that? The Bible said they continued in the apostles' fellowship and prayers. Now watch this. Have you noticed the testimonies we've had? People say that, I went to my care group, we prayed. I went to my care group, we prayed about it. If you have some, a crisis, there's a, you know, life comes with sometimes, there are kind of crises that may come. It's part of life sometimes, you understand? Difficult challenges. You need someone to help you stand with you in prayers. How many of you have been in a situation where you need someone to stand with you in prayers before? We all do. Even me as the pastor. In fact, I need more prayer support than anybody here. 
Praise the Lord. And so, there's the need for you to have people who you can go to and tell them, listen, I'm going for this interview. Or listen, this is what is going on in my house. Listen, this is what is going on. This is what the doctors are saying. Please, can you pray for me? My mother is very unwell in the hospital. Can you pray with me? I want, I'm, I'm down. You know that sometimes when you are down, you can't pray the way you should? When situations hit you so bad, that is why you need brothers and sisters who love you enough, care about you enough, who stand with you in prayers. And we have seen that prayer, many prayers have been answered through the K-groups. It is the normal Christian life. Don't exempt yourself from K-group. And then normal, so prayer support. When you have something, you have people to stand with you and pray for you. In fact, there's one of the sisters here who was going through difficult challenges in her career and call her K-group leader. Please, this is what I'm going through. The K-group leader prayed with her on the phone in the name of Jesus. Last Sunday, she was standing here, or two Sundays ago, sharing her testimony about how she was taken off the course, but brought back, and she's done well. People were praying for her. Praise the Lord. And then number what? Six. I'm giving you just seven. Number six. Oh, I like number six. I like number six. Number six is the obededom order of blessing. Obededom. Second Samuel chapter six. If you don't know how to spell it, it will come on the screen. 2 Samuel chapter 6, verse 11. You want to know how to spell Obedidom? Okay, that's how to spell it. It's very easy. Obed and Edom. The ark of the Lord remained in where? Remain where? I can't hear you. Where? Somebody's house. The thing that is supposed to be in the temple, he brought it to his house. The Ark of the Covenant remained in the house of Obedidom, the Gittites, three months. And, and what happened? Some of us, you are believing God for family testimonies. What you need is the Ark to come to your house. If K-Group comes in your house, definitely blessing follows. And so the benefits of K-Group is that when people open their homes and K-Group get, come there, it gives the opportunity for God to bless that house. So why do we deny the opportunity from people? Some of us, we are due for a blessing. But that blessing is going to come as Kegum comes to your house. And the verse 12 says that, and it was told David, hey, David, King David, it was told King David, hey, hey, saying, the Lord has bled, blessed the house of Obedidom. When you read King James, I think it says, the household, everybody in the house. The, the Lord has blessed, is it King James? Okay, the Lord has blessed, okay, the house, one of the translations said household, the Ophobididom and all that, yes, pertains to him. Anything connected to him was enjoying the blessing. Why? Because he brought the ark. He says, because of the ark, God blessed him. So, K-Group creates the room for the Ophobididom order of blessing to come into people's lives. Luke chapter 5, verse 1 to 5. They thought all night. They didn't catch any fish. They, they left their boat. Jesus was preaching. People were pushing to hear the word. So he saw one of the boats, entered it, and he said, please, can you allow me to use your boat to preach? And he said, why not? Use my house. And when he finished preaching in the boat, verse 5, he told them, launch into the, the, the deep. But they told him that, master, we have thought all night. There's no success story. He said, no, now that I've come into the boat, receive the miracle. And Bible said that, and they cast their net, and when they had done this, they caught so much fish. Why? Because Jesus entered the boat. It allows the obedient blessing to come into people's life. And then finally, finally, the benefits of K-Group, it helps to define true church membership. 
The true membership, those, those who are true members always find themselves in the care group because then people in the care fellowship know you. Some of you, if you don't come to church, no one knows you didn't. No one knows you didn't. And that's how, the, the, when the enemy wants to take advantage of your life, he makes you live an independent life. In the United Kingdom, people have died in rooms and no one knows they died. Because they, they're alone. Uh, last, last three years, someone told me a story that happened in Thames Mead. A certain woman died in her room, no one knew. How did they find out? Her church members realized she's not been coming to church. So they decided to go and visit her. They knocked, 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 knocked. No. When they opened the door, the woman was gone inside the room. So they alerted the police. Family members didn't have a clue. But at least, thank God, she didn't decompose in her room because she belonged to a church family. Yeah. K group, when, how many of you were not in church and people were looking for you? You didn't come to church and you know someone called you and looking for you. Well, or the next, they said, the next week, someone said, I didn't see why. What happened? That's the benefit of K group. Be part of a small group. If you don't come, they will look for you. Maybe you are sick. No one will know. But when they look out for you, they find out you are sick and then they, got, they rally prayer for you. Let's pray for him. Let's pray for her. In the name of Jesus. The next time you are sharing testimony because you are healed. Amen. Am, I, am I communicating something? So it's not another way to task people, but it's a better way to get people stronger in the Lord. Amen. What are the benefits of, of K group? Number one, spiritual development in the world. Number two, care. Number three, evangelism. Number, three, number four, leadership development. Number five, prayer support. Number six, number six, the obedient order of blessings. And then number seven, helps to the True church membership. Oh, these guys are doing a great job. Wow. Amen. Amen. That's why we have K group. It's not for the church. Because this church is growing bigger and bigger. Yeah. But we have to make sure as we grow bigger, we are growing smaller. In other words, the attention is getting on everybody. Everybody is well catered for and well cared for. But the only way it can be done is through the cell meeting so that you can be cared for. May God remember you. May God honor you in Jesus. Did you receive something at all? Yes. Put your hands together for Jesus. Quickly.